sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome Welcome to to the the program. program. Don't, Don't you dare... Paper Hope Next Generation <laughs> on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Tamara Wade, and that's my daughter, Yupu. Oh, my Lanta. Come up with seven seconds. I will captivate your audience. We just have to try to speak normally, and our failure will captivate audiences. I wanted to do it. I was so ready and Go prepared. ahead, do it. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade, and there's my very rude mother, Tamara Wade, <laughs> trying to steal my thunder. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Rio? I'm pretty good. I feel like I haven't been on mic in a long time. Has it been a long time? No, we were all here together last week with Dr. Sharon Thompson. Oh, yeah. I, but, but I was it, producing, and she's my boss, so it kind of was like a weird thing. Well, it was such a good show. If it you was. guys didn't listen to it, go check it out. It's from last week. I often wonder why I'm working at a gynecology office because that's not my like line of work. But then I realize it's just to hang out with her because every time, <laughs> every time we have meetings, we always end up talking about something really cool or I don't know. She's just awesome. She and is everything awesome. she says, I just like cling to because oh, I know. it's so like good, smart, and true. <laughs> yeah, and good. She's just so matter of fact about it. She's like, "This is what are you making a big deal out of it?" Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. And she's coming back the end of June. 20... She'll be in studio the 28th, mm-hmm. and we're contemplating having live audience members. So if you're in the Phoenix metropolitan area, you might want to inbox me. Holla at me. Holla at me. That's right. Holla at your boy. It's info <laughs> at paperhope.com. Is it? Yep. <laughs> what are we talking about today other than the awesome Sharon Thompson? Um, Since it's just you and me, me and you, both of us together, we're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how it goes. I just heard it on like a Disney show. <laughs> um, We're doing kind of the little like side topics that we always end up talking about during big topics that we're just going to kind of address. Kind of like a squirrel show if you ever listen to our street team days. Um. Basically, whatever is, it's like daily details for four segments, but it always ends up being something really cool. Mm -hmm. And like our advice ends up being like really awesome, even though we didn't even like plan for it to happen. (laughs) We're just like that cool and just kind of (laughs) happens. Just happens. Just kind of happens that way. So what's the first on your list? Well, we were going to try to make a show about how to tackle a big to-do list, but mom's like, ew, oh my God, no, I don't want to think about it. I have, I have like a breakdown. And then I'm like, maybe you need that show, my man. No. <laughs> well, think about it. I mean, you and I had a pretty big to-do list these past couple of months, weeks, you know, chores like my windshield was cracked in half. I needed to get it replaced. My brakes were squeaking. My car wasn't working properly. The we Our hot water heater smelled like rotten eggs. That needed to change. The air conditioning went out yeah, in our house. Yeah, air conditioning broke. P.S. And we live in the desert. It's 110 degrees yeah, outside. BT Dubs, Phoenix is a little Satanist this time of year. <laughs> it's like <laughs> hell. So that was a big thing. Um, I wasn't making any money at all, and I was stealing all of mom's money. So I needed to kind of work that out a little bit too. <laughs> so I needed to like actually be proactive in my money making things and. And that's always kind of scary and it's just overwhelming and my room was a mess and I needed to like go through my closet and do some Goodwill and... It's kind of like t- tripping, but <laughs> not falling. Oh yeah, you're just like in a constant trip. That's how I felt <laughs> and not like the psychedelic trip. I felt like I had hit 
a root of a tree yeah. and lost my footing. And then another root and then another Well, you know root. how you like, you like step, 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 yeah. and you don't really ever fall? It's like a beautiful gazelle straight out the womb. Oh, there is no <laughs> beauty. No, yeah. no. Little, it was a little baby Bambi of us, it, but. It's been kind of awful, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. So how do you, first of all, Oh, I don't even, there is no really first of all, because you're kind of in the middle of it. You already have all these things to do. It's not like you can organize it because things actually take priority at that point. Like air conditioning was one priority. That was just the most ridiculous. And I knew it. I think the part that really made me the most angry is, and our landlord is lovely. That's my caveat. Mm -hmm. She is lovely. She's probably 70 plus years old. (laughs) She's as charming as she can be. She's Mm -hmm. like, don't call me if the sons are playing. Like she loves (laughs) basketball. And, And so I adore her. It wasn't this, but like, again, I'm, I don't know. I like missed the point that she's 70 because I sent mm-hmm. her an email. Okay. You'd like try to text her. <laughs> That's not really right and of you're me. you're like, why isn't she responding? Exactly. No, and I didn't send her an email about the AC being broken. But in March, prior to the heat coming, mm-hmm. I wanted like, to have it, check che- it checked out <laughs> yeah. because I had this intuition that, you know, it's an older unit, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And of course, she didn't respond. <laughs> so when it broke, I got really angry. Right. I got angry at her. I got angry mm-hmm. at the email. And then I had to sit myself down and be like, really? You're mm-hmm. angry? This woman is lovely. And mm-hmm. and the technology is not something that she participates in. Anyway, long story short, the minute I got a hold of her via phone, everything was taken care of. Yeah, but you were already overwhelmed by your big to-do list that you didn't know how to tackle, that you just kind of shut down because you were so like grumpy and overwhelmed that, it, I mean, it's hard to get things done when there's already too many things to do. Exactly. So the so that was like the breaking point for me. Yeah. Like if you want to use the straw that broke the camel's mm-hmm. back, that was it. My, my to-do list was already 10 miles long. Yeah. And for this one to just kind of jump in front right. and be like, you can't pay attention to anything else. Right, because I'm just going to shut down till you fix me, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be able to breathe through this heat if you don't figure it out. Your face and everything in your house is going to melt into a liquid. <laughs> pool. So, I mean, you always wanted a pool, right? Yeah. Not, <laughs> not of my own flesh. Not of my own flesh <laughs> and not in my own home. Yeah. Ew. So for me, that was kind of oddly enough, something so horrible like that was the ignition into getting the rest of it organized. It was kind of like I'd had enough. Mm-hmm. I looked at my life. I'm not going to live like this. Mm-hmm. And as my dad would say, pulled up my bootstraps. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just a matter of, of, almost literally closing your eyes and just doing it. Like, <laughs> you know how if you like get an email out or you put a phone call out or if you just make the first step and you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to organize it all in one thing. Like for my windshield, that was really overwhelming for me for some reason because I knew it was going to be a production to get mm-hmm. it fixed. Even though I have glass coverage and it was free, it wasn't like the money. It was like calling the place, finding the place to call, first of all, but I just got a list from the insurance company and called the first one because I wasn't going to try to screw around with it. And so I called them and they're like, oh, you're going to need to set up a claim and we'll do a three-way call and you're going to need to know all these details. And I'm like, oh my God. So I just hung up that time. <laughs> and then, and then, but then I knew what I had to do so I could like psych myself up and I had like my insurance card ready and like I like BS the date that it happened because I forgot because it was so long ago and <laughs> I had all matter. my BS ready. And then I got it done, and then I just picked a day, even though it was kind of a cluster. It happened, and I got it done. But it was just a matter of making that first phone call to just, yeah. to, just to make yeah. sure what I had to do. Same thing with my brakes. I was just like, all right, well, my car's going to blow up if I don't figure it out. So I just dropped everything, and I drove it to my dad's house. And turns out that my brake was 
sideways mm-hmm. was inserted sideways so the the part that has the metal strip that like warns you that your brakes are low was tilted towards my rotor so it was like worn out only on one section so the rest of my brakes were perfectly like brand new but this one was making a noise and of course it was like screwing up my gas mileage which mm. was something else that was bothering me I'm like why am I filling up my tank every like two trips that I make that's not all right why do I have like 10 miles per gallon when I have a 30 mile per gallon car or like whatever and so that freaked me out and pissed me off, but I figured it out and I'm glad that I like went back and forth between like Anthem and downtown like three times and I still have more than half a tank left, which wasn't the case before. Isn't it funny when you finally do eliminate all of those stressors and then Everything suddenly else you're unravels. like, why was I living that way? Yep. Well, and then I've been, cause I did choreography. I mean, the devil dance that I did for, <laughs> for my school, <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to get paid for that. We've talked about that on air, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Oh, oh yeah. I love it. It's my favorite. And so we were supposed to get, I was supposed to get paid for that. And my check just wasn't coming in. Turns out they had the wrong address. So I had to call them and set up the address. And finally, as soon as I started making headway with all these other things on my to-do list, the check came in the mail. And so I was able to like have put money back in my savings and have enough money to like drive places like work and all that so I'm a little weird about energy I get a little wind chimey mm-hmm. about this stuff so I liken it to Eckhart Tolle's The Pain Body mm-hmm. if you guys have ever read it and I know producer Bruce has yeah it's it probably is one of those chapters in a book that changed my life completely mm-hmm. and it it started to come into play when Um, the air conditioning broke Mm -hmm. because I was just kind of marinating in my own pain. I was like, oh, I don't want to get up. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get done. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Just marinating in like this negative self-talk, like constantly. Mm -hmm. It'll never get done. I can't do it. And that's not my MO in life. I just fell in a rut. I blame being a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes. Yeah. I think that's definitely part of it. It just doesn't help. No. And if you add one on top of the other, it, I mean, you might as well dig a hole to China and just sit in it because yeah. you're not getting out for a while. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't read Pain Body, um, it's in A New Earth from Eckhart Tolle. And I think it's even on page one, 129. Oh, That's- my Lanta. <laughs> she ripped it out and framed it. No, no I, really, give, but- I give this book out a lot to people that are struggling with exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I dog ear that page. Yeah. Because if you read nothing else in that book, at least just read that paragraph because it'll make a lot of sense essentially what it is is energy attracts energy and if you're walking around in that pain you're going to be constantly attracting more things to you that a are broken like my air conditioning Mm -hmm. b like the water heater that went out in the same week i mean come on the minute that you relinquish that like annoyance in yourself and the blame on everyone else good things start to happen and then it's a snowball effect Mm -hmm. everything's fixed now i'm Mm -hmm. getting money all the other job opportunities that i had are lining up everything's like i'm actually happy i got ready and i like even put lotion on which is a good day (laughs) oh my god i put lotion on today too (laughs) it's so weird i was thinking to myself as i was putting it on i was like wow I don't put lotion on. <laughs> oh my God. I should have yelled it to you from the bathroom because I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm like, this is such a production. Oh my God. And I was like, wow, I should do this for myself more oh often. My God. <laughs> I took a shower. I did all the things that I wanted to do with my face. I used my like cleansing pads and my acne medicine and my lotion. <laughs> and I did all my makeup in the right steps. I put lotion on my legs and my arms. I put deodorant on, put product in my hair and I like put mascara on. And I was like, oh my God, let's go all day. Let's do all the things that we need to do in the day. I can do anything good. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that so dumb no, how was... associating putting on lotion just made us feel like we could like tackle the day? It's because I had oh my the God, energy. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. 
<laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Why don't we was, share more often? I don't know. Because, well, I was kind of like, I like locked up my, I didn't lock it up, but I like closed up my room and I was actually enjoying the process yeah. of getting ready. Right. That made I, me dizzy. I got so excited. I like allowed myself, <laughs> I allowed myself that small pleasure. Wow. And before it was in my pain body, I yep. was cutting it off. Wow. We're, we're great. I know. So on the other side of the break, we have many other things to talk about on our list. Yep. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet Radio Airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. 
Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Empowerment Channel. I wasn't even ready or had my headphones on, but I said it anyways, and I hope it sounded all right because I didn't hear myself. You were just trying to beat me. Yep, I was anyone's. <laughs> today, today, well, actually, just last segment, Mom and I had an epiphany about putting <laughs> lotion on. So weird. And how um, the moment we stopped living in our pain body, as Eckhart Tolle says, that everything started happening goodly. <laughs> And Ener- it's energy. I know it sounds really wind chimey, but oh man, I need to have uh, my boyfriend on the show, Mr. Austin Kitty Cat, because he is the biggest culprit of living in his pain body. Mm-hmm. His car breaks all the time. Brand mm-hmm. new car, mm-hmm. everything breaks because he's just so like angry all the time, mm-hmm. and he's like jealous of his friends. He's like, why mm-hmm. does he get the nice things? Why did you do 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 do? You're dumb. I hate that you do that. Ah blah blah. I should. I deserve that because I work harder. This and that. And it's, I'm like, he's not a bad person or anything. It's just he struggles really hard with being it's, all right with what he has. It's and the just, framing. Yeah. It's it, absolutely the he's framing. He's never had anyone show him that if you just are nice and like positive, good things happen. And this is so dumb, but this always happens. And it's super weird. And I think it's like a symbol of his life. I don't know. He has a bunch of pictures of owls in his room. Oh, that is so cool, I don't know why. And, like, he's like, oh, my grandma really likes owls. And, like, she just always gives us owls all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, maybe that's, like, a cool tattoo concept if owls are, like, your totem thing. And one time... Every time him and I get together and have like a, like a discussion like this, believe it or not, it does happen because if you meet him, he seems like he doesn't talk at all. But him and I actually <laughs> do have good discussions. Every time we start talking about positive things and like being positive, we always like almost run into an owl when we're in the car. Mm-hmm. So one time we were at my school and my school is always really good for talking about really sensitive things and being open. And we had like our end of year, like kind of kumbaya. And we were talking about how dance has impacted us and how everyone in the dance classes has impacted us in a positive way. And he was there for that. He was listening. And I was like, do you see how I talk amongst my peers? That's how you should talk with your peers and your family. Like it's okay to be open, this and that. And he's like, yeah, you're right. And we almost run into an owl crossing the street. Like this little sand owl, the ones that so live cute. in the dirt. So we almost cute. ran right into him. And I'm like, oh my God, did you see that? So that was the first thing. And then this next time, it was like last, like a couple days ago, we were changing my brakes and all this. And I was like talking about, I don't know, positivity. And we were talking about this and that. And he was kind of like relinquishing his like uptightness and kind of being like, all right, well, if I calm down and this and that, this big owl, like bigger than my whole car, like more than four feet in wingspan made me slam on my brakes because it went and like grabbed a mouse right in front of my car, swooped down, grabbed the mouse and then swooped the other way. And then I like, so like cool. I, I could almost guarantee that it like brushed my car. Ugh. It was so close to me. They're so silent. And I like, I, we just like stopped in the middle of the road cause it wasn't a busy road. And I'm like, do you understand what the universe is trying to tell you mm-hmm. right now this is like a yes go keep going on this path like mm-hmm. you have to realize i don't know i just need to share that story with the world because i'm like that that has to be like a thing right i love that story so much i have like tears in my eyes right? that's like, a thing it is a thing well again i told you i'm a little wind chimey mm-hmm. we all know this so like oh, yeah, i especially wanted to share it with you because i know yeah. how wind chimey you are, i I, I believe in animal totems mm-hmm. and I believe when they show themselves to you that you should pay very close attention. I always run into gift. coyotes every single time I'm by myself. Do you know what they mean? Playfulness. Playfulness. And, 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 um, happiness. They're mm-hmm. they're Cause for me, we're talking about perfectionism and how mm-hmm. I struggle with that a lot 
about in a previous show. And it kind of always reminds me that I just need to like calm down Mm -hmm. and like make the best out of every situation. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't necessarily live in a pain body all the time. Right. But I beat myself up about things I don't do correctly or in my opinion correctly. So every time I see a coyote, I'm like, oh, okay, universe, whatever higher power I believe in, I don't know yet. But thank you for presenting this Mm -hmm. animal in front of me. And I think his is owls. I really think it is. God, that's so great. Because we've seen two already. Every time we talk about something super positive, gorgeous. Oh my God, I've never seen one fly before. They're silent and ridiculous. It was crazy. I was, yeah. it took me like mm. a good 30 seconds to register what had just happened. No, I know. When in our old, old house, we had two that were in our neighborhood and one woke us up. Chris and I woke us up. Mm-hmm. It was hooing like out on, and it was like perched on the light post. It looked like a canary. Mm-hmm. It was so big. Right. And uh, it flew away and it's just <sighs> silent. Yeah. So, <laughs> They so just amazing. sound like wind because that's the only thing you, yeah. you can hear you is the hear. air around them. Yeah. They're so light too. Have yeah. you ever held a bird before? They feel like nothing. I've never held an owl. They're no. just feathers. Oh, <laughs> I just think they're great. You know, the, the birds that keep presenting themselves to me are ge- geese, oh. hawks, lots of hawks, quail, and um, roadrunners. So every bird in Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and um, cactus wrens. Oh, yeah. So pretty much every bird. Oh, and bird. hummingbirds. Hey, and every bird. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not just looking for birds? <laughs> I th- it's funny outside our front door. They're just everywhere. We mm-hmm. had a hawk. Uh, it, I think she was a lady hawk. She <laughs> was flying by and she had meat in her mouth and there mm-hmm. were two other birds trying to get it mm-hmm. as she was flying Little by. Little birds? Little birds. They, that one lives in our neighborhood. Yeah, she's magnificent. And mm-hmm. Lindsay and I, I, well, she was flying so close to us, I grabbed a hold of Lindsay because I was like, I <laughs> oh. hope you're not coming after <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw she had food in her Yeah, mouth. that, I don't know. I just, I talking about pain body made me think of those owls, mm-hmm. the two ones that we saw. I'm going to pull the book out and let you and Austin read pain yeah. body together. I wish he would read again. He used to read all the time, but he's I just read like, so much. It's ridiculous. I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what was the last book I just finished? A Million Little Pieces mm-hmm. from, what is this, James Fry? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he started his own genre of, of fictional memoir. Hyperbolic memoir. <laughs> Let's call him that. Over-exaggerated, add some spicy flavor memoir. I tell you, it was a tough read for me. It's very graphic and very masculine. Mm-hmm. And I was proud of myself for finishing yeah, it. Yeah, but it's good to expand, especially if you're trying to write a book one of these days. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. We just totally went on a tangent, <clears throat> and that took up, like, way longer than we thought it would. But it's the story of our lives. Right? Don't you want to talk about finding an apartment? Yes, mom, I do want to talk about my little <laughs> miss. She's trying to do a smooth transition, which kind of was kind of cut and dry, but I guess. The next thing on my list is, I don't know, I guess, mom and I always talk about apartment shopping, but we never had a chance to sit down and actually talk about it because you used to lease apartments. Mm-hmm. And I eventually, hopefully with the money flow that's going to be happening here shortly, I'm going to be able to afford an apartment since I'm going to be 21 soon and still living with you and that's going to not fly for too long. Um, <laughs> By whose choice? I mean, if you like turning up with me, then I guess it'll be fine. But, you know, I'm trying to be 21 so because you're such a big alky oh you know i'm lying drunk right now so on coffee no i have this tea actually no i just think it's gonna i just want a space of my own like any 20 year old would it's so great to have your own space i had a taste of it when i lived in the house in tempe but just no roommates i'm just not not into the whole roommate thing. So apartment shopping is a lot different than renting a room from a house that I've mm-hmm. been doing. And there's so many areas and so many cool apartments around here. I just want to know like your kind of like questions to ask when you're doing like a walkthrough with the leasing person or 
um, things to be aware of in the neighborhood of the mm-hmm. apartment complex <laughs> that you're looking at. Um, square footage, I don't really know if that really makes a difference, like the space or the number of rooms or it I doesn't don't know, when just you're, like a bunch of stuff that yeah, I'm not sure of. Yeah, square footage when you're young doesn't really make a big difference yeah. because it's a temporary space. Right. I mean, the only thing that you're going to be forefooting if you move would be potentially a, a deposit of some sort. So if you can afford the deposit... It's not really that big of a commitment to have a six-month lease or mm-hmm. a 12-month lease. Yeah. It's just not. So um, I don't know. Like square footage, I wouldn't be afraid of going small Okay, Cause to there's, save money. There's some apartments that I've been looking at that are like 700 square foot for a one-bedroom. And then there's some that are like 430 for like a one-bedroom. And I don't really know if that's going to like freak me out, claustrophobic. Or well, you have to go stand in the space, I think, is first and foremost, because I think your intuition and what you're feeling is going to be very, very important. Yeah. Um, so like, for instance, the areas that you're looking at, <clears throat> I would make sure that when you're talking to a leasing agent that you ask them, point blank, is there a crime in your mm-hmm. community? And if so, what kind is it? Mm-hmm. And find out what they answer. Um, secondarily, for me, an important question is, do you have any sex offenders living on your premises? Mm-hmm. They need to tell you. Yeah. And not if they don't tell you, you can always go to your um, local government website, mm-hmm. like the county that you live in, and look right. that stuff up. Yeah. That's a big deal to me. Um Crime, sex offenders, I, I want to know um, parking ratio is something that's mm-hmm. less um, sketchy, but you want to ask them what the parking ratio is and find out. because What do you mean by that? Parking ratio is, so say they have 100 units mm-hmm. and they only have 50 parking spaces. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, gotcha. You know, in some apartment places, we'll try and look the other way about that. But okay. some of the places I've leased, that was an actual selling point. Mm. We would be like, we have 2.5 spaces per apartment. Okay. And they're like, oh, yeah, woo. Yeah, which means you have not only your allocated spot, but per- potentially, you know, a friend mm-hmm. or, or well, anyone that might be living with you. If I, if I get an apartment, more than likely Austin and I will be sharing that space, whether it's my apartment and he pays mm-hmm. half of it, or if it's his apartment or whatever it may be, we're both going to be living there essentially. So we're going to need two parking spaces. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of apartments have trouble with parking. They, all of them do. And that's why you want to ask them point blank, yeah. what is your parking ratio? There's one apartment complex downtown. Of course, it's way out of my budget, but they actually have garage, like a, like mm-hmm. a four story parking garage that's for their cool. little complex. So I'm like, Oh, that's cool. But cause I noticed there's like eight apartment complexes on each block. Like yeah. there's so many. is it funny you didn't notice them before? No, I know. And now it's like when you buy a car and you're like, oh, everyone has my same car. But it's like, <laughs> no, there's the same amount on the road. The other thing you want to be interested in knowing is are there washer and dryer within your unit? And how inconvenient is that? Because I feel like if there was a laundromat in the complex, I don't think it would bother me that much. Well, there's two things with the laundry mat inside your community. One is your convenience factor, of course, that's the most obvious. But the second thing is crime. Mm. There's a lot of crime that goes on. Just because you're hanging out in there. Well, your stuff can get stolen. Yeah. And as a young woman, there's a potential for you to be attacked. Yeah. So laundry rooms are, are okay. all, but you have to be smart about using them. It's not necessarily a drawback mm. if you're doing your laundry in the day. Right. But you and other young women who are listening don't become so invincible feeling that yeah. you think that you're safe. Because in reality is your perpetrator is someone who's known to you. Yeah. And that means someone with whom you share the living, laundry mat right, with. Living so, space. 
Yes. And young girls, I want you to know as well that your parents should always be available to help you with regard yeah. to like doing your laundry once a week, et cetera, right. especially when you're first getting started. Right. Or if I feel sketchy or if it's late yeah. at night or whatever, like yeah. if I have costumes, I feel like that would be. Yeah. Too. So just remember that laundry rooms are, are definitely something that are safer for young women. And I'll even go on record as saying that I hope in your apartment search that you, you have the apartment and that Austin is a guest in your apartment. Mm. But we'll talk about that because I definitely have some more questions about the whole apartment thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I am just, I am so confused about it. So, there's more to come. But, but for now, yeah, let's take a break. Take, take a break. We are the people who mixed in our team on the What the Kind of Accent is Late on the Voice America Empowerment Channel DRB. Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Up Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Real Wade, and I beat my mom again. <laughs> we are, right now, we just got kind of halfway done talking about apartments because this is kind of our, like, squirrel mini topic show since it's just us together. And you were talking about, you kind of wanted to fit it in, but I'm going to give you more time to talk about it. As you were saying that you would rather it be my apartment that is under my name and that I pay for, and then my boyfriend Austin pays rent or just lives or there with me. Or assists you in some right. capacity. Or buys groceries or whatever. the bills or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever you guys agree upon. Mm -hmm. But I feel like at this young age that you guys are still discovering who you are. Yeah. And there's something really weird that happens when you introduce money into your relationship. I'm wondering how that's going to work. And... And not to say that you guys are immature, it's just you're still very young. Well, we don't know. We right. don't know what to, we have nothing to compare it to. Right. So we don't know what's going to work for us. You're we still, don't know what's not going to work for us. We have no clue. You're still very young and your brains are still developing as far as like what you like, what you don't right. like and all of this stuff. So I, I would hate for you guys to get into a mature situation and not have the tools in your tool bag to mm -hmm. address them because even adults have a hard time addressing money issues. Yeah. I'm hoping because with my best friend, Summer and I, we have a pretty good kind of like give and take situation when it comes to money because she'll either be working a lot and have some extra money. And so if we ever want to do anything, she'll pick up the slack. But then when she kind of lived with me for like a week, she had zero money and I picked up the slack and we never asked for anything in exchange. And Austin and I talk about it sometimes like we were talking about if I can make enough money in the next like couple of months and I want to move out and I still have a, a like consistent job. 
I wouldn't mind taking the, the, the biggest chunk of the rent or even paying the rent if he buys groceries and like pays utilities because right. I know he still has a car payment. Right. So it's not like he's like not contributing as much. It's just I know he's paying off his car and mm-hmm. I don't have a car payment. So sure, no. that's fair enough to me that right. I, even though mine would be a bigger contribution, I still feel comfortable of him buying the groceries and the utilities because no, that's yeah. a lot less stress on me. Right. So And he was like, that's a great thing. Like, thank you so much for understanding that. Like, not that we're putting it into action yet, but I feel like so far we have a pretty good, right. sim- we have good similarities in how we view money. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited than I am nervous about figuring out that stuff with him. Mm-hmm. But, and I think obviously I'm, I'm more well prepared than other, you know, I, I was going to say teens, but I'm definitely not a teenager anymore. <laughs> other 20 somethings that are getting an apartment with their significant other for the first time. So I don't know. I'm excited about that, but I am too, but there's also the other side of it too is, and I don't want to rain on the parade, no, but if I know. you guys if end up having a fight mm-hmm. or something that you are able to come from a place of strength, knowing that right. this is your home, right. Right. and eventually as you guys grow together and you want to make that next step, then it can be your home together. Right. Then we just get a different place or right. or maybe rent a house instead right. or whatever it may be. Right. Because that's a big deal. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like... I don't know. The older you get, the more tools you'll have in your tool bag to address mm. issues that come yeah. up when you're sharing space and you're sharing right. money. But we just need to try it out because we're not mm-hmm. going to know until no. we do it. You know, no. like I don't know what's going to piss me off about him if I actually live with him for real. That is the truth. You know, staying the night is a lot different Way than different. living with someone. It I already, is so different. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just going to be. And I want to be able to kick him out if I want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean. And, and like that's not even a joke. No, I'm serious. No, I know. You know, when I was a little girl, like. Lindsay's age I used to think that married couples should have two houses <laughs> right one for yourself and one for your spouse well the Jenner family yeah. <laughs> the no, Kardashians I know that's they're why doing it right it, to me I don't know and now I'm a little better as an adult it's taken me a long time to kind of share my own space mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's selfishness but no. I've always felt like I I am the kind of person that really needs my own space. Well, why do you think people have like man caves or like basements yeah. or that kind well, of thing? I have a man cave. Oh well, yeah, you I, do. I have my own room in the house yeah. and luckily my husband is very understanding <laughs> to it because I need to go in and be surrounded right. by my books right. and my writing. Your own and things. It's just super weird. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, laundry, I think you asked me mm-hmm. a break. And is what- it worth the extra money to have the laundry in your own unit? Um... It depends. There's a tipping point. What are you talking about? You're talking about twenty dollars more a yeah, month. Yeah, not like you know, another hundred. Cause think that's, about the price you're going to have to pay putting quarters in the machine. That's true. And then weigh the pro and that's con true. of that. So if it's twenty dollars more a month, I'd say, hey, that sounds great. But if there's like a hundred dollar right. surcharge a month for laundry facilities, I would say no. And at your age, you still have the opportunity of coming home and doing right. your laundry. And as you get older, you'll grow into that surcharge a little better. Yeah. So. Um, things like a gym, I would say those are not deal breakers mm-hmm. if they don't have one. Again, just the lens that I look at the world, that's another place to get into danger with. Right. So, well, and I, my major, I mean, I work out all the time anyways, mm-hmm. and Austin has a gym membership, so mm-hmm. why would we need that, you know? Right. Are there places that don't have those kinds of amenities yeah. that make rent cheaper? 
Um, I don't know that they make rent cheaper. Um, the amenities aren't really add on fi- like financially. Oh, okay. They're just um, to draw you in. Yeah, they're value adds okay. basically. Okay. So you're not going to see someone what the, where they will charge you more money is for like a garage okay. or extra parking. These things are actual add ons. The washer and dryer might be mm-hmm. a financial add on, but a gym, a pool, these are just value adds that you're going to find in an yeah. apartment. And I, I really don't think they're that big of a deal. When Summer lived in Tucson with her sister, they had a studio and it was just a room with a bathroom <laughs> and they had a kitchen in it and they like organized it all nice. And that was my favorite place mm-hmm. to be, even though I was only there for a little bit because she moved back. It was just my favorite thing because it wasn't a big space, but it had everything yeah. you needed. So I loved my studio. Apartment. Yeah, I'm very, I did. well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's practical if him and I are like trying to share a space because no. what if he wants friends over and I have to go to sleep for work or school and vice versa. If I want friends right. over, it'll be a there's source, nowhere to go. Spot for you. Like, yeah. You're not going to play Xbox while I'm trying to sleep on the bed. While well, you're oh also sitting God, no. on the bed, <laughs> you know. So I think a one bedroom is definitely the way to go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, that's a good one. I like that topic. Mm-hmm. Is there? I thought there was one more thing that I want to ask about apartments. I guess it's just a matter of going place to place and seeing what mm-hmm. vibes the most. I'm mm-hmm. really into like vibes. And just get the leasing agent to tell you things. Like, right. don't be afraid to ask questions. When Summer and I went to go look when she thought she was going to get an apartment mm-hmm. before she went to Tucson is we basically like made it our point to be friends with the leasing yeah. agent and kind of just get their like lay of the land because yeah. they're like, oh, I put my mom up in this apartment exactly. complex. Or ask them. That's a I, that's a pad question. You should ask would you, everything. Would you put your would mom? Would you put your mom here? Right. Doctor's office, same thing. Would mm-hmm. you would you give this treatment to your mom? Right. Like that for me, mm-hmm. even the hesitation in their answer you'll know the answer um, yeah yeah definitely if their like voice goes really high and they say um and they wait that's kind of like oh, okay never mind would you let your mom live in this apartment also oh that's the one question i wanted to ask you because you always say this and i never know if i hear it right rent prices are negotiable or are not negotiable they are very negotiable and people don't seem to understand that yeah i would always ask them what is your best price right. on a unit right and say what is the negotiation point for this apartment yeah because i mean you have to think about it if someone is there for a long long time and they like mm-hmm. receive a pay cut i'm mm-hmm. sure that they could go to the leasing office and be mm-hmm. like hey i need to lower my rent 50 bucks mm-hmm. a month because i just can't do mm-hmm. it and i don't want to be on the street mm-hmm. and you have to remember too there's probably more negotiation in it in a privately owned property than there is in a big corporation so like here okay. in the phoenix metropolitan area we have a lot of different um, apartments that are owned by major corporations that don't reside mm-hmm. in Phoenix. So yeah. those ones have Like the ones less... like Trillium or Pavilions where there's yeah. like a bunch of them all yeah. over the and city. Like Equity Residential, I think okay. of. They're one that's based out of Dallas. Okay. And so there's less maneuvering in that. The, the type of negotiation you might have in that is your lease term. Okay. So how long of a lease might lower okay. your rent? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's always something that I'm always afraid to ask, but I just need to practice on, on asking them. I'll go with you and ask it. I have best, no shame yeah. in asking it because yeah. you just want to know what their best price is and if there is any negotiation and what it is. Mm-hmm. They may say, oh, it's based on lease terms. They may say, oh, okay. we forego a parking spot or we okay. have this one that doesn't have a washer and dryer. Okay. You have to rent your own. Because I've heard that too, like this one's not renovated yet mm-hmm. or this one faces the sun sometimes right. and so they'll take money off of that. And in the Arizona, never take the one well, that yeah. faces the sun. Right, I'm uh, just that, saying. You're like, that's the deal breaker. That is a deal breaker because <laughs> you will sweat and your utilities will go through the roof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh huh, man, yeah. maybe we should go look at a, an apartment complex after this. I'm mm, like excited. It's super fun. I think it's fun, right? I to do. See I loved all the leasing them. I loved living in them. Well, because when you go and you look at them, you see the potential mm-hmm. and you kind of get to see a glimpse of the lifestyle mm-hmm. that you can live if you do mm-hmm. it. I'm just really excited and I really hope I can make enough money to do it. The other thing I recommend too is stock the places that you pick. So maybe you yeah. get like the top three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Stock them at different times of the day. So drive around. Is there parties going on? Mm-hmm. Are people loud? Because if that's something that it bothers you then mm. maybe that's a deal breaker mm. I would ask your leasing agents too you know what is your um, biggest complaint biggest complaint or what is your um, ratio as far as age oh, are okay, you yeah. populated with seniors yeah because Do I don't want to live with a bunch families? of families you know yeah I mean these are important questions because for me I think it's important to live in a community where they're 20 something mm-hmm. and they're all in college because yeah. then we all have, kind of have the same hours mm-hmm. and the same ideals and mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a in a complex that has families right you know mostly flam- families are like senior mm-hmm. citizens or yeah. You can always frame your questions around the way you want to live. So like mm-hmm. you just said, Rio, you know, college. So college, you know, you can frame your questions around that. So if you're a young person and you're looking for something that's a little more lively, you might ask, you know, what kind of, um, what do you call it? What like kind demographic of demographic or well, not, yeah, definitely demographic, but I'm thinking of like activities. What kind of activities do you have there in place? Um, cause And sometimes there's like apartments. I know that Austin's apartments that he lives at has like events and stuff like that. And that would be like a no-go for me, I feel like. And I don't know what's going on. We're having some technical difficulties because the producer's gone. Bruce left us. And the computer turned off. And I'm pretty sure that we've been talking for a long, long time. So we're just going to take a break because that's what we do at this house. So uh, I'm Rio Wade. This is the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be BRB. TV from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade, and I gotta go potty, but I'm gonna clinch for another 10 minutes. <laughs> She's being polite. <laughs> In my own special way. Um, we just got done with our mini topic of apartment shopping, mm-hmm. since I am going to be a little more of an adulty poo <laughs> soon. I have to tell you too, listeners and daughtery poo. I have a little empty nest thing going on right now. Are you now. scared? Not scared. There's some sadness. Aww. I know. I get like when we're making dinner together, like Aww. cookies and stuff. Don't you remember when we were all around the cookies and I was like, children, I hope you understand how really magical this is right now. Well, and no, I, was, I remember you like got really emotional. You're like, I just want to let you know that I really enjoyed <laughs> you moving back in with us. Mom. <laughs> no, I know. And I didn't expect this from myself. I actually mm-hmm. wrote a blog post on it on paperhope.com because I was like, what you're like i was i'm all about independence and I'm sending her about, off in the world yeah since you've been Lindsay's age since age eight i'm like where are you gonna live when you grow up yeah you're you like know? 18 where are you moving to yeah you know? and <laughs> i'm always like when when other moms talk about being empty nest i like make you're like, like you're I'm, dumb blah, like, blah blah well no like i'm gonna drop kick i'm like oh <laughs> yeah like i'm punching like, shut up <laughs> no but you feel it now huh? i feel it isn't and that the, random and i like it because the reason that i kind of like left a little bit was because you and i had some difficulties in our communication when i turned 18 and graduated high school and it was just kind of like this and that and ever since I moved back in it's just been like fine perfect because you understand I don't know I guess we both understand a little bit more like I understand um the benefits of being with you and you understand the benefits of me being there too because it's Mm -hmm. kind of it's been like a trade-off you and I've kind of had a a good um this and that relationship Mm -hmm. when it comes to like households and helping out and Mm -hmm. I mean like I keep you saying and I wrote the grocery list I can't afford the groceries but I'll help you go to the store carry them and write the list you know (laughs) I can't pay for them but I can cook what you give me and do the dishes every so often and make Lindsay clean her room and clean her room for her and watch her and I know all the little things that Help out. <laughs> I'm going to have one of my mentor and dear friends, Cindy Goldney, on the show who has adult sons. Mm-hmm. And she's probably 10 years older than me, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to talk about Empty Nest. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's cool to to have kind of that, that weird tensiony stress alleviated for the time being that I'm there because you understand and I understand and it's a lot better. But mm-hmm. but you're, at least you're still going to help me like find an apartment. <laughs> and then if, I need, if I need to move back in, I can, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> There's a reason why we got a bigger house and so you kids are right? firmly planted on your feet. Yeah, so that's always good. But I'm excited. Hopefully we can go look at some apartments this weekend because I just think it's fun and I need to start building my database. Like when I was Lindsay's age and I would like have manila folders and like do like spy profiles of like all the things like I feel like I need to redo that but like with apartments and like I did have pictures of their front so I like remember what they look like and like their little map printed out and like bullet points about them do you want to know how ridiculous <laughs> well no what you said is absolutely accurate <laughs> right? the ridiculous piece is that I'm cleaning out the garage because there's like 20 boxes that just chap my butt so bad mm-hmm. they either need to be what were the three buckets you gave me they're throw away don't still in storage or putting in the house. Yeah, I think throwing out is probably good. But in some of these ones that I quote filed away mm-hmm. are my old apartment notes. Right? That is so cool. Are they ones that are in Phoenix? Some of them. <gasps> we should look at them. I know. That'd be a fun one. I know. That's a weird one. Sorry. 
speaking of mother-daughter bonding, um, <laughs> the next mini topic that I kind of wanted to address is just because I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more adventurous about like my art and kind of the stuff that I write and create, and I know mom is too, mm-hmm. is I am admitting to myself and to the public that I do write poetry. It's very good. She's <laughs> quite a bit. read a few pieces and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's, some of it's kind of sad and dark. Like, I mean, obviously you, everyone has ups and downs and I feel like me, especially, um, but I'm kind of like ready to put it out in the world. And I think, and you have a lot of writing too, that Mm -hmm. I've never even really seen and you've never put in on the blog or in public or anything. And I feel like you and I should practice sharing it with each other. Mm -hmm. No, I would like that because some of, well, it's funny you say that because even Dustin wrote me and he was like, are you going to share some of your writing with me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, they're taken. And then it's like a month later and I've not sent him any. So I feel like a weird, you and I should practice. Yeah. I need to practice because some of what I'm writing it's very private and very mm-hmm. personal. Well, especially if you're if you're experimenting with writing style mm-hmm. and trying to be your own like voice. So I think that's important because I and I I think I've told the story on air about the boy in middle school that I wrote a song and oh, I told yeah. it to him and he because I like I either texted it to him or like wrote him a note and he was like oh I want to hear what you write and I told it to him and then. He gave one back and he's like, okay, well, this is what I wrote. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is so cool that friends can like share this. And then like a week later, I was like, oh yeah, that song you wrote. He's like, what? I'm like, that song you wrote that you gave to me. And he's like, I didn't write that. That was like a song. It was just like a song I took from the internet. Like, I don't write music. That's stupid. And Mm. I was just like, oh my God. So Like the most devastating thing that ever happened to me in my whole life. And so from then on, I like never, I either throw away stuff that I write because I don't want anyone to see it. I want to tell tell. you and our listeners right now, please, 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 please don't throw away your writing. Don't rip them out of your journal either because I have mine from high school, as you guys know. I talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. But there are pages ripped out. Mm -hmm. And now as an adult woman, I'm like, yeah, what was it? Why did I rip the page out? Mm -hmm. I'm just realizing that that reading... Because it's not, I don't even know if it's like poetry or if it's just writing because it's, it kind of has a rhythm to it, but it's the two pieces you showed me were definitely poetry. Yeah, that was, but I have other things that are kind of like chunks and some that are even like only four lines long, but it just, it makes me happy to know that that like creativity came out of me Mm because it's very, it, Mm -hmm. it, it has a time and a place where it appears and, and then you feel like a different person almost when you like write it down and then you reread it. You're like, I feel possessed sometimes. You're like, I did not know I had that art inside of me. So it's, I feel like it's important to keep track of it. And and yeah, you know, where mine's showing up, I think I've told you is that the minute my head hits the pillow to go (laughs) to sleep, you're halfway between sleep and awake. The muse taps me on the shoulder and says, Oh, we have a memory for you to take care of. Right. And I'll lay there and I'll be like, really right now right but it doesn't come out in your regular voice it comes out in like this other cool thing and I feel like that is like the whole point of poetry and the fact that I'm not like expressing that to the world is kind of sad so and that's another thing I was gonna talk to you about is blogging and I know that it's a big thing right now amongst my age group and your age group is starting a blog and like how easy is it or like what it's a little bit of brain damage I hate to say but yay (laughs) it's nothing well for me I'm the Mm. old lady at the table Mm. I think for you it'd probably be very easy now mine is through WordPress Mm -hmm. and I've had to painfully shove it into my head (laughs) learning it um, Uh because prior to the WordPress site I was very spoiled and I had developers and they helped me right right but they're busy I love you Amon (laughs) I love you he's busy he's busy doing other projects so I thought I was smarty pants and would take over this and it's just 
it's just a process. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like, so patience is key. Patience (laughs) is key. And just know that you're going to get sucked into this vortex of time when you first develop it. That, and it's a steep learning curve. That's so dumb, but MySpace used to be like that. No, it is. It's just like, and then once you learn the lay of the land and you learn whatever lingo, whatever platform you choose, then Mm -hmm. suddenly it's like, oh, I now have this rhythm that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm ready for the next learning phase, which is adding other components to it. Like I have the basic shell up Mm -hmm. and now I'm ready to learn like other pieces. Mm So I'm excited. Yeah. No, I think you should have a WordPress and Mm -hmm. I think that you should have, you know, your voice out in the world. Yeah. Cause I have, I have stuff that I've written that I can just transcribe onto like the blog. And then I have a lot of like pictures that Mm -hmm. I've taken and then even just like random artwork that I've done, like doodles kind of things that actually like mean something and I'm sure would resonate with other people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to see if I can like formulate that and and see where it goes because it's it's scary because of course there's gonna be people that you know that are gonna be introduced into the depths of your mind that they never even knew existed oh you mean those trolls <laughs> yeah we got a troll the other day oh yeah remember I, that guy i told him off didn't mean to but i did but you did i mean you attack my mom you're kind of asking for it so <laughs> just saying yeah it was pretty funny <laughs> so those of you that are on my facebook page um the street team girls and those of us on Next Gen were doing 100 Happy Days. Mm-hmm. This is, um, I don't really know a whole lot about the organization, and I think that's okay. I really like the refocusing mm-hmm. aspect of it, and I have a blog post about it as well. You can go read it. But as I posted it and I tagged a bunch of, um, I call you guys baby bears, mm-hmm. I tagged a bunch of baby bears and asked if you guys wanted to participate, a friend of one of the baby bears jumped in on this discussion and started really bad mouthing it and mm-hmm. I was kind of back on my heels like I don't even know who you are my mm-hmm. man what's going on basically saying like this is stupid you guys are all gonna fail <laughs> I bet my life I bet a hundred dollars that you all fail because this isn't an episode of Oprah you're gonna like this is so dumb this and that first of all he doesn't even like follow you on Facebook <laughs> and you don't aren't friends with him no, on Facebook I don't even know who he is um, so he had to actively click on something that his friend was tagged in just to give his two cents about how we were gonna fail and so I kind of told him off. And Which I thought was hilarious. I mean, it wasn't like, I wasn't cussing at him. It was very like, if you, I mean, didn't your mom teach you? If you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And then I added my little spice. I was like, or do you talk to your mom that way too? And so he got kind of <laughs> mad, you know, and he kind of came back at me and it was really fun arguing with a grown man about something so positive. So uh, that well, was kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the trolls, I guess that's where I kind of segued is that it's that's going to happen. It's Stephen Pressfield. Whenever you tr- start to do good in the world, resistance comes. Resistance comes. Yeah. He writes The War of Art. And if you haven't read it, read it, especially if you're an artist of some kind. Because mm-hmm. to me, it was it was kind of masculine the way he wrote it. But it made the most sense because everyone's like, oh, yeah, once you find your goal, you'll run to it and yeah, it'll run towards so you and, and it'll be easy. No, it's not easy. Obviously not. It's not. I mean, my, my choreography has been attacked multiple times <laughs> now. Um, it's the resistance. Yeah, this positive thing that we were trying to do. It's literally called 100 Happy Days. And we had somebody <laughs> say that it was stupid and we suck. So I'm like, all right, well, that's obviously a real thing so <laughs> but I guess that's good advice for I mean be prepared if you be and I prepared. are going to start putting that kind I'm of I'm ready stuff. I am now I, mm-hmm. I think through doing a hundred happy days and through just this weird kind of explosion of creativity I've had recently mm-hmm. which has come from all the books I've read P.S. but yeah. we're running out of time I can't even get on a soapbox Ooh, about books. that yeah I wrote a blog post also about my reading list so I've I've read some I actually read a whole book in like two days the other day it was crazy we are so inspired oh my gosh we're out of time but see how fun that was that was totally fun. Uh, and we're done. No. <laughs> <laughs>
Did you run out of words? No, I have a lot more, but I will have obviously more shows. We'll have more shows. And Dr. Sharon so. Thompson's coming again the end of the month. So mm-hmm. we are so thankful for you listening and mm-hmm. participating in mm-hmm. this. If you guys mm-hmm. have show mm-hmm. ideas, email us. We're, we're all over social media, so you can totally find us. Totally. You could like <laughs> totally find us. Like, totally find us. Oh my God, it'll be but so great. But for now, great. I'm Real Wade. And, and I'm Tamara Wade. And we are the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We love you guys. We do. Bye. Read a book. Take a class. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.